Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series season 4 episode 281 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials, uh, studying in Jeremiah um, chapters um, 30 to 36 uh, in the week of October the 17th to October the 23rd. Um, and yes, it's part four today, even though we're on Sunday and we should really be up to part six. And I promised, uh, well, I said on Friday that I'd try and do two episodes uh, on one of the days over the weekend. And I didn't do any yesterday, which uh, has set us back another episode. It was an important day yesterday, though. Uh, we had uh, the baptism of our daughter, which was a, a beautiful event. Uh, lots of lovely highlights and memories. Um, and it's something which... Um, took well took the whole day really like we had some preparations for other things before that then of course preparations for the baptism the baptism itself we had some family over for for some food afterwards and then um stayed with family uh, throughout the rest of the day and so it, it was just a full day really of lots of different things uh and so we um yeah we've missed another episode as it turns out looking at what we've got left i may be able to cover off what i need to in this episode um and um, if I make this one a double as well, I might be able to cover off everything, to be honest, because with Jeremiah, uh, I've got a couple of things more I want to focus on. And that is Jeremiah 36, where we have an interesting um, interaction between Jeremiah and the king at the time, talking about how the scriptures help us to turn away evil. And then, of course, we need to uh, mention and refer to the book, the book of Lamentations as well. So let's have a look in Jeremiah 36 and we'll just see where we get to. Uh, we first have the king of Judah at the time, um, Jehoiakim, uh, I think, uh, is his name. Uh, at least that's how I pronounce it. <clears throat> and uh, the Lord speaks to Jeremiah in verses 2 and 3 and says, Take thee a roll of a book and write therein all the words that I have spoken unto thee against Israel and against Judah and against all the nations from the day I spake unto thee, from the days of Josiah even unto this day. It may be that the house of Judah will hear all the evil which I purpose to do to them. They may return every man from his evil way, that I may forgive their iniquity and their sin. Now, I think here the Lord knows what's going to happen. The Lord knows that this is not going to necessarily change the um, the direction of travel for the house of Judah. But he asks Jeremiah to do it anyway, because he is merciful and he wants to give the house of Judah every opportunity to repent and turn from their ways. Notice the use of the word uh, may often in this verse three, that they may turn away from their evil. Um, but we shall see what will happen next. So Jeremiah calls Baruch, Baruch who writes down all the things uh, into this book. Um, and to, to kind of cut this story a bit shorter, which is ironic about which is ironic considering what's about to happen. Uh, Baruch takes these words uh, to some of the princes, uh, reads these words, and then they were fearful, and they said that they will tell the words to the king. The king uh, hears these words, um, and they don't send for Baruch, but they take the roll that has been written on to the to the king to the, the chamber, and it says in verse twenty one, and Jehudi read it in the ears of the king and in the ears of all the princes which stood before the king. Now the king sat in the winter house in the ninth month, and there was a fire on the hearth burning before him. Now you can see where this is going. 
uh, if they need to add in the commentary that there is a fire in front of him. In verse 23, and it came to pass that when Jehudi had read three or four leaves, he cut it with a penknife and cast it into the hearth, fire that was on the hearth until all the roll was consumed in the fire that was on the hearth. Um, so the king in this show of defiance um, is listening to some of the words and things that Jeremiah has been told by the Lord to say, which includes things about changing, mm -hmm. repenting, um, putting uh, away things that they need to put away. Uh, and he is, you know, every few leaves or so cutting off those words and putting them into the fire um, until eventually after they've read it all and they've, he's cut off bit after bit. Um, it's all gone into the fire. And therefore, because the princes around were seeing this act of defiance and a challenge from the king, they were not afraid um, and neither the servants. So not only has the king kind of ignored and rejected these words, but his actions have led to others around him um, ignoring and rejecting them as well. So this returns back to uh, Jeremiah um, and Jeremiah tells uh, Baruch uh, to get another roll and they write it out again. <laughs> But this time, not only do uh, they write out uh, what is going to happen, uh, the king um, is is <clears throat> the Lord um, says there will be a great punishment for this for the king. But also in verse 32, uh, the last verse, it says, Then took Jeremiah another roll and gave it to Baruch the scribe, and the son of Neriah who wrote therein from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of the book which Jehoiakim, king of Judah, had burned in the fire, and there were added besides unto them many like words. Um, so the conclusion of this story is that the scriptures are rewritten, because they are scriptures, and we'll talk, talk about how this applies to us in a moment. Um, these scriptures are rewritten, and there is extra things added, uh, which um, kind of bring problems for the king later on. So clearly uh, there is different individuals and responses that we can see here in these scriptures jeremiah baruch and even jehudi um to to a degree were those who respected and took on board the words that, the, that these scriptures had said and were willing to change their lives from what the lord had said to them but then of course the king and the other um, servants in the room that were with him um did not have a high role in their lives for the scriptures and so they did not take them on board. And as such, um, they were disrespectful to them. And as such, there was further uh, calamities prophesied uh, for them. And uh, the scriptures are an important um, sifter, I think. Um, you know, it's someone who studies deeply from the scriptures will have a far more abundance of the spirit in their lives, just naturally, uh, without, you know, if, if they were to do that effort alone, they would have their hearts much more turned toward the Saviour than they would if they were not drinking deeply from his words. And when I say drinking deeply, I don't just mean a cursory two-minute glance each day. I am talking about a, a deep study of the scriptures, pondering over them, how they apply to us. If you do that regularly, not even perhaps daily, but regularly, um, you are going to be in a much more spiritual place than you, <clears throat> than you would be without them. And so the scriptures are such a vital part of our lives. And clearly here, Jehoiakim was not in this practice and therefore he disregarded them as we saw in his actions. So I suppose in this sense, whilst there is a few individuals who we need to look at the example of, there's actually quite a number here, which um, we need to consider as well uh, that, that we should not follow. So now our study brings us on to the book of Lamentations. 
Um, so we have got here a couple of things which I wanted to pick up on. I mean, basically, the Book of Lamentations are very solemn, um, sorrowful books, uh, chapters even, uh, which deal with how the the people, the kingdom of Judah, has been scattered, how it has been um, captured by the, the Babylonian uh, Empire, and how <coughs> Jeremiah, who is the author of the Lamentations, um, talks about different metaphors and um, examples of how the um, Judah is in sorrow. And to be honest, uh, there wasn't a whole bunch that stood out to me as such. Um, they're just a very uh, solemn collection of um, very sombre pronouncements by Jeremiah about the the people, the, the people of Judah's situation. But uh, there's also uh, some hope in within them as well. And I think that this is important. And Lamentations is a great um, model, I suppose, for any of us who are going through great difficulties and trials and sorrows in our lives. And we will all go through them if you're not going through them at this moment. Um, then build you know your faith and strength for when those times do come so that you can be like Jeremiah and despite all the difficulties see hope in some of the um, the times uh, for example in Lamentations uh, chapter 3 verse 22 it says <clears throat> it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not they are new every morning great is thy faithfulness the Lord is my portion saith my soul therefore I will I hope in him the Lord is good unto them that wait for them, to the soul that seeketh them. Uh, it is good that a man should both have, should have, should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke in his youth. He sitteth alone and keepeth silence because he hath borne it upon him. Um, it continues on a bit more, but I like that bit because it again reminds us of how even when things are at their worst which for the people of judah it is at right now they've completely lost everything um there is still ways in which we can find hope there is still some aspects in our lives where we can have hope that the lord will be with us um that really was kind of the bit that stood out most for me in the lamentations is that whilst there's a number of metaphors which you can study into and i, I encourage you to do so today which just give paint this picture of sorrow and grief um and I think it's important, first of all, that we recognise that there is always and needs to be time and space for that. That, you know, being sorrowful and, and lamenting uh, is not a sign of weakness or of lack of faith. It is a sign of being a person with human emotions and going through great difficulties, intense difficulties at times in our lives. That is OK. Uh, but what's also important is that during that time of lamentation and sorrow, that we look to Christ and we see him as a way out. Even if in that moment we don't feel like we are out or we can get out, uh, the Lord will in time help us to heal. He is that hope and that horizon, uh, and he is always there for us to reach out to when we are ready. Um, and we need to cling to him. We need to hold fast to him. Um, and he will be able to bring us to that, that feeling of love and joy that He's able to bring, uh, even to those in great difficulty and trial, he is able to give us those feelings despite our circumstances. And we've been told that many times by general authorities uh, in the past and today, that we are able to connect with heaven and receive that spirit in our lives. 
Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, really, I've covered what I wanted to with Jeremiah and Lamentations, and so I'll leave that there, uh, and we'll have our regular Monday episode tomorrow, and we'll continue into Ezekiel uh, next week. All these books, which, I'll be honest, I've not really ever found much time to study deeply or gain much from, but we are gaining so much understanding, and the context is helping a lot with that. So thanks for joining us. Uh, please uh, join us tomorrow and share the podcast. And until we meet again. <laughs>